Hello, sports and spaghetti listeners. This episode has been brought to you by Underground's Record Cafe. Go get some breakfast or lunch and some records only at Underground's Record Cafe, 206 Main Street, Oakville, Connecticut. And find them on Instagram at Underground's Record Cafe. Now, on to the episode. I hear... <laughs> you hear me chewing? I hear you chewing. Okay. What are you chewing, gum? Gum, yeah. Get rid of the gum. You can't chew gum on a podcast. I forgot. It's just... Just put it in the cup. Just put it in the cup. I'll, I'll get it later. All right. It's his second week in a row, uh, and he forgot that you don't chew gum. I forgot this is ASMR, man. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> I also hear Sabrina crying uh, in the background, which is it's just a sign of the times. Sign of the um, times. Uh, it's, it's, it's fine. Everything is good. We're back. It's Chris and Nick on Sports and Spaghetti. And this week, um, I know I told you Anthony was going to be back, uh, but I lied to you. Um, he's going to be taking a few weeks off, uh, uh, to handle a personal matter. Yes. Personal matter. I think that's the best way to put it, right? It's a good way to put it. Yeah, it's a personal matter. He will be back. Um, and no, he is not ill, uh, <laughs> if, if anybody was worried. Um, but in any event, the show will go on with Chris and Nick. Yes. Hello, hello. And uh, Nick has awesomely stepped in and will be taking over for at least the next week or maybe two or three. Um, or if, if Benny doesn't bring down the entire rig that we have right now, that would be great. Um, anyway, so we have a fun one today. Uh, we have a fun show and Anthony and I really, I, I think started to find success. <laughs> the dog is literally <laughs> begging you to pet him. Oh, I don't want him to jump on everything. I know. Um, we found a lot of success when we... When we started doing these little drafts. Yes. Okay. Um, we started doing these drafts and people were like, oh, these are good. You should do this. You should do that. You should do this. And we haven't done one in a while. Mm. It's been... I always vote on them. Yeah. No, they're fun. They're you, fun. You told me you're undefeated. I'm undefeated in food drafts. Oh, food drafts. Because I was going to say, I'm pretty sure you lost the jersey one. The jersey one, Anthony won or we tied. Oh, I think okay. Anthony won that one. But I... I've never lost a food draft. I think I tied one and I won the other three. Okay. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, um, it's just because I'm 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 better at picking than Anthony. <laughs> That's all there is to say about that. Um, man, that dog is in heaven right now. Yeah, I don't know what to do. He loves you. He does. You had his back when he was down for the count. That's fact. Right. Um, so today we are going to do another draft and we might even do another one next week. I was talking to mom earlier tonight, um, about, uh, another possible one we could do. Um, but anyway, it, you're, you're going to be too good at that one. So I'm going to have to do research for a week. Anyway, um, today's draft is the best store-bought snack foods. Okay. We are going to draft our top five store-bought snack foods. And now, finally, Nikki is part of one. Yes. Uh, uh, that was that was expert. 
there. Nick is doing a lot behind the scenes here. <laughs> yeah, they don't see what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to keep Benny from upsetting the the apple cart here. And one might say, why do you let the dog in there when you're doing the podcast? <laughs> well, because if we weren't, he'd be scratching the door down. Um, he's a very um, kind, gentle, but neurotic dog. Um, and that's okay. Okay, so the way that this works, Nick, uh, I'm sure you've heard a few of them. But in case you didn't remember, I'll tell everybody listening. Um, we will flip a coin. Siri will flip a coin. Okay. And... Since you are the the away team, as it will, as it were, uh, I will let you call it. Usually, Anthony lets me call it. Okay. Um, I will let you call it. Um, and then, uh, hello. Hello. And another visitor. Hello. Hello. Who do you? Oh, who did you use to brush your teeth? Narwhal. 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 Good job. Sabrina, say narwhal. Come in with mommy. Say narwhal. Good job. Good job. Oh, she, we got her clearly. All right. So I'm going to flip the coin, and the way it works is it's going to be a snake draft. So let's say I pick first. Yeah. What? Say I pick first. No, you're not going to cry in here. Sabrina, you want to say narwhal? Good job. <laughs> Good job. So if I pick first, Nick, yes. then you will pick the next two. Okay. And then I will pick the next two. It's a snake draft. Very so well. it's first, second, yes. second, first, and so on and so on. I know you are, but the people listening might not be. Okay. Um, Got it. I don't know if mom knows what a snake draft is. Probably not. So there you go. Um, all right. So I'm going to tell Siri to flip a coin, yep. and you're going to call it. Hey, Siri, flip a coin. Call it. Hey. She's working. I'll do it on my phone. Good idea. Hey Siri, flip a coin. Head. I'm not sure I understand. Oh my god. Don't say heads. Hey Siri, flip a coin. It's tails. Okay. So that means I will pick first. Okay. I'm okay. okay with that. As I told you earlier. Uh, Nick said, okay, for everybody that's wondering, Nick said that he's got one that I'm not even considering. Yes. And what happened was, okay, my wheels were turning on the way home. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. oh no. yes, they were. <laughs> yes, they were. And so I got home, and Sabrina reminded me Mm -hmm. of something okay. uh, from my youth okay. that okay. I really think you're going to say. Okay. Okay? Okay. But I get to pick first. Right and the first overall pick. Here's my here's my thing with the number one overall. You said globally this would be the number one. Globally. This would be the global number one. Undisputed number one. Okay. And there's no way anything you pick could come close to this. You probably know what I'm going to say. Probably. Number one is the Oreo, man. Wow. The Oreo cookie wow. is the number one snack food bought at a grocery store. And the reason why, it's because it's Milk's favorite cookie. It is. I... Come on. You know, remember they did... um. 
I th- it had to have been like the early 2000s when these things were still allowed by the government um, and the FDA. They they did a sweepstakes where if the Oreos turned the milk blue, you won like a vacation oh, yeah, or you yeah, won yeah. a million bucks or a thousand bucks. I always wanted it to turn the milk yeah. blue so bad. But anyway. That's a great first beer. Thank you. A versatile player. Thank you. And ri- many flavors, many. Well, I was just going to say that. Designs. Right, I mean, just, just today, my, my students, uh, two of my students both brought in the ones with the red, the red cream and the designs yeah. on them. Oreos are good any time of year. They are good in ice cream. They're good by themselves. They're good with milk. They're good. They're good in cookies. They're good. They're really, uh, like you said, versatile. I like that word. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't think of anything else that could come close. Now, I'm sure... Now that you have one, the, the second and third overall pick, it gives you an advantage. Yeah, I'm blessed. Right now. You, get, you get two huge heavy hitters. Uh, now, I have to ask you, was Oreo on your on your list? It was on my it list. It was, okay. I'm going to say it barely made it in. Wow, it, it really it made, made it in. Today. Oh, I had no problem picking that one. Okay, interesting. All right, Nick, you're up. Your first pick. My first pick, I'm going to Doritos. Oh, wow. I am. I, I think... That is the most popular snack I see kids have. Wait a minute. What about you? Hey, I'm drafting a team here. <laughs> I don't need to be a fan of my team. Oh, no? I just have to pick the best players. Wow. If we're going to play it that way, I might change a few. Go for it. That's I mean, I love Oreos, but Oreos are also really just I'm amazing. I'm playing to win. I'm playing to win. Wow, Doritos. So you're going in. Let's just set this up, please. You're saying Doritos, and you don't even like them. Correct. Okay. You know what? I'll I'll dig deeper. I'm saying Doritos, and I've never even put one in my mouth. (laughs) You've never tried one? Never even put one in my mouth. You don't even know what it tastes like. And I'm picking it number one. Because that is guaranteed the most popular one I see at lunch, at St. Greg's, high school, anywhere. Every vending machine, every everything. Doritos are very popular. Yes. It's not a. It's a great pick, to be honest. It's a great pick. I w- it wasn't even close to my list because I, because you know what? I don't care about them. That's fine. I'm going popular. <laughs> I don't care about them either. But the world does. The world does. Right. And I'm gonna hit you with my number two now. Yes, you are. Another one I haven't even put in my mouth. Goldfish. Wow. Okay. Same. Same deal. Go ahead. Explain to the people why goldfish deserves to be number two overall. I mean, you see any age eating goldfish. Any age, you'll see eating a goldfish. From newborn, yeah. from elementary school, middle school, high school. Everyone had one. Had a pack, little Ziploc bag of uh, goldfish. I mean, I still do. Yeah. You know what? I... And they're versatile, too. They have flavors. They have sizes. They have designs. They really do. They've come a long way with the flavors. And I got to be honest with you. I like them all. I really do. You know the the ones that I um, the ones that I don't care for are the the ones the whole grain ones they have oh, at school. Okay, the yeah. big the big goldfish. Yeah. They're like chocolate graham yeah, flavored. Yeah. That's not a goldfish. Yeah. Uh, not that you would know. Um, <laughs> uh, but and lastly, it's the only snack that smiles guys. It really is. So, it it is. Couldn't pass up. Uh, Sabrina loves them. Uh, I take them. Yes, there was a phase. 
Remember when she was one? There was a stretch where we just bought the big, huge carton of yeah. from the store every month, and that's what she would eat. Um, that's good. Wow. Okay. So now it's my turn to make my second and third pick. Um, see, I was a little bit more specific than you. Okay. So I will broaden it for this okay. this one a little bit just to encompass more. Um, I don't know if you like this. Come to come to speak of it, but number two is Lay's chips. That's fair. That's a deal. I put wavy Lay's because those are my favorite, and I'm yeah. and I know those are mom's favorite. Yeah. Um, but they're my favorite, and and if we're really gonna split here, and I would lose on this alone, I would say the lightly salted wavy Lay's. Oh yeah. Uh, because I agree. Okay, good. But Lay's chips, um, that's a very generic answer for me. Somebody known for picking out of the box things for yeah, these drafts. Yeah. I mean, Lay's is a go-to. But if there's a bowl, if you're at a party, it could be a kid party, it could be an adult party, a dinner party, a Christmas party. If there's a bowl of Lay's, I'm gonna have a handful. Yep. And there always is. There's always chips. Always a There's always potato chips, and Lay's specifically is the one that gets it done. I'm sorry, Wise is not as good as Lay's. Oh, no shot. No shot. Okay. Don't even, don't even compare the two. That's not even in the same area code nope. as Lay's. Not even close. Now, Melissa said I should have picked barbecue Lay's. But my Lay's pick, since you were more yeah, general yeah, with goldfish, yeah, encompasses yeah, yeah, yeah. those. I don't mind barbecue chips. I used to love the uh, the sour cream and onion Lay's. Yeah. Do you ever have you ever had those? No. You know, I find that whenever there's a bag of them around, I'm like at work, mm -hmm. and that's just not a good mix for work. Bad breath and work. Yeah. Don't mix. I mean, as a picky eater, I don't try many Lay's, but. I go off smell a lot, and the ones that smell the best to me is barbecue. So if I were to pick one to try, it would be that. Have you ever tried it? No. You gotta try the honey barbecue. The honey barbecue is better than the barbecue. That's just me. Melissa would disagree. All right, my number three pick. So just to recap, we both picked two. Uh, for Chris, for me, it was Oreos and Lay's chips. Yeah. And for Nick, it was Doritos and Goldfish. Doritos and Goldfish. I am going to make a change here okay. because I'm worried yeah. that you may take this. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to, and now I might be so far off, but, okay. but at least I went down knowing yeah. that I'm going to get to pick it. Yeah. Okay. My number three, it was going to be number four, mm -hmm. but my number three is a snack in every sense of the word. They, these, these things are, are not made anymore. They're, they're not, they, uh, well, they, I mean, the general gist of them is still made, but the specific kind that I'm talking about are not in production anymore, and, and I'm just going to take the whole, I'm just going to take them. Shark Bites Fruit Snacks. Okay, yep, that's very fair. That is a great choice. Great player. Shark Bites. I'm not talking about Mott's Fruit Snacks. No, 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 no. I'm not even talking about Welch's. No, but I, you know, I'll let you generalize and say fruit snacks. I'm I'll take. Gonna... I will take fruit snacks. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. But specifically, shark bites. Yeah. Oh yeah, those were the best for sure. There's 
And you know what? Shark man. The white oh one, right? The other fruit snacks that were really good were the Pokemon fruit oh, snacks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they they both had the the solid colored mm-hmm. ones. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking the solid about? Solid colored ones were always the, the Scooby Doo ones had that too. The Scooby Doo, and sometimes they were almost not stale, but they had like the the solid ones yeah, had this yeah. little bit of a hardness uh-huh, on the outside uh-huh, of them. Uh-huh. You remember? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know people listening know because a lot oh, yeah. of people, uh, younger people like us, uh, eat, have eaten these. The, oh, man. For sure. The shark uh, ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that could never come back because it was artificially flavored yeah. and it had whatever in it. Red 40. Cancer, or yeah. cancer, it had yeah. cancer in it. Or, or God knows what. But anyway, fruit snacks are my number, um, my number three. That's shark good. bite specifically. Thank you very much. I thought that's the one you were going to take. It wasn't my top five. That wasn't my next pick. Though. It wasn't your. It wasn't the one you thought that I wasn't gonna ever think of. No, 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 no. no. That's the one I, that I thought. I'm not gonna get it. I definitely won't you now. Won't. And I'm still saving it for five. You're gonna love it though. You oh, I can't wait. All right, Nick. So you get three and four yes. now. In my number three, I'm going to the cheese it. Oh, that was gonna be my three. <laughs> nice. That's a great pick. You I'm, stole that yeah, one from me, man. I'm just following this path of cheese flavored. People like cheese, man. Kids love it. Kids and adults. Kids I mean, you're naming three of Melissa's favorite yeah. snacks. All my, I mean, these are all snacks that I see my friends eat every time I'm over their house. They'll just pull out a bag of it. You know what, cheat? I don't mean to steal your thunder, but you you never had a cheese, and I know that. Oh no, yeah, that's another one. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> if it has cheese in it, you haven't eaten it. What about mac and cheese? No. <laughs> anyway, just easy, just easy. but listen. Melissa and I go back and forth on this, but my favorite Cheez-Its are the newest ones that have come out, the toasted, the extra toasty Cheez-Its. Because you know what? Well, you've never had nachos, have you? No. Because they're... I don't do cheese. (laughs) Right. But uh, nachos are fine for me, but not the cheese sauce nachos. Real cheese nachos. And when the cheese burns a little bit... Yeah. Oh, it's the best. It's the same thing when the cheese gets nice and almost burnt on a pizza. It's got this deep flavor. And so that toasty Cheez-It has that that charred... It's not like like, uh, burnt tasting. It's just that charred, yummy... It's like it enhances it. almost makes it more savory. Yeah, I think that's what makes Cheez-It such a good player, too. They're still coming out with new stuff. Toasted, snapped... All right, and and I might not like all of the the varieties. Of course, and and I w- this is a controversial take too. I don't like like the cheddar jack, or the, the like white ones. The white cheddar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Melissa likes those a mm. lot, and I don't like them because they have a powder on them. Oh, okay. I just like the the generic cheese it yeah. because I like the mouthfeel of the cheese it. Yes. Wow, those, these are six very good yeah. choices. Yeah. And I'm going right here, number right four. Right into number four for Nick. One. And I'm going to the tortilla chips. Bring in Sabrina. <laughs> I'm going to it. And you know why? I'm going to tell you why. What is on a party bowl at every party? What is in a bowl you know, at every Doritos party? Doritos tortilla Lay's chip. is there. Doritos is there. And tortilla chips are That's there. That's like the big three of, of party chips. And what's next to the tortilla? Salsa, Salsa. guac. And guac. So, you got me. I mean, I wasn't gonna pick tortilla chips, but I should have because I'm telling you right now. Oh, 
There's nothing better than a Tostito with salsa uh-huh. at any time of day. You can have it at school for a snack. Yeah. I, If we have them in salsa, yeah. I bring a little thing of salsa yeah. to work, and I have it during my prep. It's so good. You go to Chipotle, salsa fresca. Boom. Get that nice bag on the side. I mean. Desert Moon. It always hits. Desert Moon chips are my favorite ones. Yeah. But. Oh, yeah. I think... I think I would put salsa ahead of the chips. I love salsa. I put salsa on a quesadilla, yeah, yeah. on a taco, uh, on, on a lot. Salsa's really good. But chips and salsa is amazing. And I, I like your. I, also I like think that. tortilla chips is timeless. I think you're eating that at almost any age of your life. I mean, ca- case in point, Sabrina, yeah. when she goes over uh, your mom and dad's house... Yeah. What's the first word out of her mouth? Chip. Chip. Chips. And she's not talking about any lay. No. She's well, talking about... Nor a Dorito. Huh. She's talking about a Tostito. She is. She's got Tostitos coming yeah. out and at the ready. TT's Tostitos. And then I'm eating them. I still got the taste in my mouth from them. Yeah. And they do. Sometimes they... Well, she gets the lightly salted yes. ones, and that's a great play it too. Is a great play. They they do dry your lips out a little bit, yeah, and they yeah, burn yeah, the lips, yeah, especially yeah. when it's cold like oh, this. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't because that taste lingers, and mm-hmm. it's that salty, yeah. satisfying crunch. Excellent choice. Wow. Uh, recap your top four, and then I'll do my number four and five. Doritos, Goldfish, Cheez-Its, and Tostitos. Awesome, Nick. This is great. Um, okay. I was going to do one thing, but I would lose this draft if I do mm. it. So I have to I have to go for popularity here. Okay. It's probably my favorite snack. Wow. I tell people popcorn's my favorite snack, and I don't consider that a store-bought snack. Because I'm not talking about bagged popcorn that you buy like smart food. I really don't like smart food. I'm not. And, and somebody would be like, oh, you would win. That's not me. <laughs> I, I don't like smart food. Again, I don't like things that have a powder of cheese yeah, yeah. on them. That's what makes turns me off of those. It gets. It looks gross. It gets on your hands. There's <laughs> one thing, and I don't want to say it in case you pick it. You probably won't. There's one thing that I don't mind getting cheese on my fingers from. I, I know what you're saying. It's not. It's not getting picked. Not Cheetos. No. The puff Cheetos I like, mm-hmm. not the regular crunchy. I like the puffs yeah, ones. Yeah. They're so good. But um. But yeah. I was going to do one thing. I'll tell you what it was after this is over. Okay. Um, Mom and I both love this thing, but I, I have to go for popularity. It's my favorite snack, Nick. It's pretzels. Oh, that's, mm-hmm. that is a fantastic choice. It's, I, like you said with the Tostitos, with the tortilla chips, I, I, we've been to school like 62 days, 63 days. Yeah. I've had pretzels probably 55 days yep. at work. Um, a pretzel is good every time mm-hmm. you you eat it. Every single time you eat a pretzel, it's great. Um, again, I love how there's little burnt, there's little oh, the yeah. blackened parts yeah, yeah, of a pretzel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like 
I even like the flavored pretzels that Snyder's does. Uh, Grammy used to get them for me all the time. Yeah. The buffalo wing ones. Oh, yeah. The yeah, jalapeno ones. And the, the chocolate covered. Uh, chocolate covered pretzels are sinful. Oh. And you know what makes this choice so great? What? What are you getting at a sports game? What's spinning around? That's right. You get the soft pretzel. Yep. Yes. Wow. I, mean, I know it's not grocery store, but you can you can microwave those ones. You can. You can Absolutely. Buy them and microwave them. Absolutely. The pretzel time ones. Yeah. Um, and then there was the honey mustard and yeah. onion ones yeah. that Grammy got me all the time. I don't know if you ever tried those. No. Um, they, they actually look good though. They're so good. Um, I really haven't eaten them much since she since she passed, just because I'm so into. The sourdough, I know mom's like, yes. What's your favorite uh, pretzel? Sourdough. The bi- for a regular, what shape? What shape? For like a regular pretzel. Um, You know, that's a really great question, Nick. Um, I'm a rod guy. I love the rods. The big, the oh, big, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. thicker rods? Yup, yup. Okay, I'm going to go with what happens when the rod has a baby. I like yep, pretzel sticks yep. Those are my the most. Two, yeah, for sure. Rods and sticks. Pretzel sticks, uh, you know what? Picking your favorite shape of pretzel is almost like picking your favorite pasta. Yeah, I was thinking the same. Um, I really like I like the classic ones. You know which ones I don't like too much that mom really does like is the thins, the big. They're the big ones, but they're thin. They're the ones that she has right now. Oh, uh, I think I know what you're talking about. I do. They look like the sourdough, yeah, except yeah, they're yeah, thin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Uh. I don't love those. I don't love the rods. However, no pretzel is better at being dipped in stuff like yeah. chocolate yeah. than the rods. Oh, yeah. There is a time and a place for pretzel rods. It just wouldn't be my go-to for a few reasons. Because it's not my favorite taste and also it's not as likely. It won't fit in a small Ziploc bag. Yeah, yeah. So, That's but, true. That's true. Pretzels being all the way down the list for me is a weird play. Um, but yeah, there you go. And is that your five? Or do you have one more? That was my, that was my number four. Oh, okay, yeah. That's pretzels. So yes, I've had Oreos, Lay's, uh, fruit snacks, especially shark bites, yeah. and pretzels. Um, but like I said, all the way down uh, towards the bottom of my list, uh, usually that would be like my number one. Yeah. Um, oh, man. All right. Number five, I'm gonna do the one. <laughs> I'm gonna do this one. It's a. It's this is a personal favorite. It might lose me the whole draft, but I really don't care. Wow. Uh, uh, what? I said, wow, that's that's tough. Saying it's gonna lose you the draft. It's a specific snack. Oh no, this better not be mine. It can't be. Okay. I don't think you like. Well, it doesn't matter if you it like doesn't, it, right? It I'm gonna say it. So, mom and I used to get at the store these cookies. Okay. And they were so good. And every time I got them, what? I might know. I might know where you're going. They were not, not a Milano. No. Not a Brussels. Nope. Not even Pepperidge Farm family. Nope. They're the Archway Iced Oatmeal. I knew it. I knew that's where you were going. As soon as you said cookie, I knew it. The Archway Iced Oatmeal. That's a really good, that is very good. Oh, do you like those? You've never tried They them. look appetizing and they smell good. Oh, you've got to try I one. I would consider trying You've got to eat one. I Nick, would. you, uh, trust me when I say this, you would like it. Uh, I you that. would. I do. Um, 
Oh, man. Oh, man. No, I forgot about that. That is a great pig. Thank you. And the best part about them is that they're soft. Oh, yeah. The icing has the crunch, but the cookie... I want to go buy a box right now. <laughs> I'm, having, I'm having like a craving for them. Yeah, that's an underrated pig. <laughs> Friday when I go to the store, I'm buying archways. Yeah. Um, I, the archway iced oatmeal, the big ones. Yeah. The oh, oh man, oh man. Yes. So just to recap, my top five: um, Oreos, Lay's chips, uh, fruit snacks, specifically shark bites, um, Snyder's pretzels, and. Archway iced oatmeal cookies. Nick, you're number five. Now, when back when we were at our house, our, our yep, parents' house yep. earlier tonight, Nick was like, I've got one. I'm going to save it for five. That's how confident I am that you're not going to pick it. Yep. And I think it's a debatably in the one and two tier. It could have been taken in the one and two. Oh, man. Well, we've built it up enough. Go yeah. ahead, Nick. But before I do that one, oh. I, say, <laughs> I think there was one that was snubbed, and I feel bad not taking it, but it's Chips Ahoy. That's not my fault. Oh, Nick, Chips Ahoy. Chips Ahoy is your tried and true. They're on the kitchen table as you speak. (laughs) They are. At your house. They are. But in my five spot today, fruit by the foot. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's an. You didn't think about it, did you? You forgot about Gushers, fruit by the foot, fruit roll up. I didn't forget about Gushers. They're in the co- They're in the cabinet. Wow. They're in the cabinet. We're back on a Gushers kick. Oh, okay. You know which Gushers I loved were the sour ones. Yes. But anyway, fruit by the foot. talk about fruit by the foot because I know you've eaten that. Oh my. God. It's the first one on your list that you've eaten. Did I swear when you were at school? <laughs> when you were at school and you saw people have that, you were jealous of them. I know our mom. She was oh she would be like that's all I ever wanted when we went to the store. Yep. She wouldn't get them every time. She was like, no, they're bad for you. No, they're gross. No, they make you fat. Whatever. Yep. I would have got them every time. That's the only snack I would have eaten if it was up to me. And you know what else is so good about them? When you unroll the entire thing and you roll it up oh, and take it one bite. Oh my god. Oh Nick. That's the only way to eat it. It is. Oh my god. And so, oh, the ones with the tattoo on it—you can what put it on your tongue. What an absolute explosion of flavor! <laughs> wow, the best flavor was not berry tie dye. No, nope. was not strawberry. No, it was color by the foot. Uh huh. Easily every time. It was like the yellow and green yeah, and swirl. Yeah, and then sometimes they would do the promo where it was six feet because you rip it in half. Yes, yes. And it was six feet yeah, of fun. That was. Oh, wow. Nick, that one could be number one. That's what I'm saying. One or two. But I feel like it, it would only be that high for like this generation. See, for our, yeah, for like no, me and your generation. No, yeah, I don't know if the younger generation is into it. They're, they're around. Now I gotta go. I'm gonna start getting all these <laughs> yeah. snacks. Yeah. That was such a great pick. Wow, Nick. What a great draft. Big nostalgia pick right there. Huge. I, th- I felt a lot of nostalgia with this snack food draft. Oh, yeah. That was fantastic. Um, I'll have Anthony uh, tomorrow uh, make up a little graphic. Uh, he's, I th- he's still as much a part of the show as ever. Oh, yeah. um, he's just not around. Um, I'm going to have him make up a little graphic, and then I'll, you guys can vote um, on which one your favorite was. 
There was one other one that I want to talk about because it's such an abomination, and Melissa said I should pick it um, before we step out for a moment. I just wanted to let it be known that Christmas tree cakes are not in the top five. Excuse me? Christmas tree what? Chris, you don't know what that is? I actually don't. We'll be right back after a quick Wait, break. Wait, whoa, whoa. Okay, yeah. Okay, we're back. I just had to get Nick a Christmas tree cake. I see them now, and I do know these. I do. They're the little Debbies. I just don't know how anyone could say that is uh, even top ten. The woman outside would. That's unreal. The mouse out in the living room would, would say, Nick, we were at the store the other day, and she was like, I need them. I need them. <laughs> oh, man. It's like the fourth box. First of all, these things, they look horrible. They don't even look like a Christmas tree. They're white and red with green sprinkles. Yeah, primarily white. Where, where's the green? That's not a tree. Uh, and, and then second of all, I think everything in Santa's sleigh is better than the Christmas tree cakes. Probably, yeah. The Little Debbie's donuts, the nutty whatevers, and the mini muffins. And it looks like there's, like, turtle things. They all look way better than these Christmas tree cakes. I'm going to be honest. So the fact that she said, oh, you have to put those in your list. They're on the list. I said I said to her, they'd probably be near the top of the worst store-bought <laughs> snack foods, in my opinion. She goes, you have to pick unhealthy stuff. I don't think there was one healthy thing on there. Pretzels aren't healthy. Don't even try to tell me they're healthy. The people that say pretzels are healthy are lying. Yeah. It's bread. They're a healthier option than the rest. They're less unhealthy. Yes. And I love them, but they are not a health food. No. They're less unhealthy than a Christmas tree yes. cake. Solely because they don't have 22 grams of added sugar per, per one cake. Yeah. Ugh. You know what else I had as an honorable mention? What? Uh, I don't even know if you like it. Sun chips. Oh, yeah. I had those in there. Do you like? Have you ever had a sun chip? I haven't, chip? but I know a lot of. There's people nothing like preventing you from eating a sun chip. They're harmless. Yeah. I don't know. They just don't smell good to me. <laughs> they have a strong smell. Did you know that sun chips come in a biodegradable bag? I did not. Yeah, they were the first commercial chip to uh, come in a compostable bag. It now, if you buried the bag underground, it would take, a, it would take a few years. Probably. To break down. It they, it showed the process. I think it was like five or ten years. Yeah. Five years, maybe. Um, but still, it's better than putting a Lay's bag in the ground oh, and it never decomposing. Yeah, yeah. Ever, 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 ever. Uh, in a thousand years. So, <laughs> five years is one, you know, is a little bit different. But anyway, uh, this was our snack food uh, draft. Our store-bought snack food draft. I think this is my favorite one I've done so far. Yeah, this is great. Uh, this is great. And uh, we're going to take a quick break. Everybody that listens knows where I'm going. I'm saying goodnight to Sabrina. We'll be right back with sports. All right, welcome back to Sports and Spaghetti. Um, it's Chris and Nick with you. And we are going to start off our sports section or sports portion of our show uh, after our grocery store snack food draft, uh, within no particular order, as always. Yes. And <clears throat> I have a lot to say today, okay. in no particular order. Um, 
usually when I do these with Ant, he likes to interject, and you certainly can too. Um, uh, mom, mom and Dad like when I just rant on. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to rant on one of these, um, but it's fine. I'm going to do the bad first. Uh, the bad is the Minnesota Wild. Uh, if you say, well, Chris, the Wild won last night, 3-1. to one. <laughs> Well, let me finish. The Wild have finally fired head coach Dean Evason after the team's latest defeat. So before yesterday's win, they had been 2-6-2 two, and two in their previous 10 games. They had seven straight losses. And their last win was on the 7th of November against the ridiculous Islanders. Now, today is the 29th. Their previous win was over three weeks ago. They were tied for the fewest wins in the NHL with San Jose. That is bad news. That's terrible. Like, that is really bad. San Jose has been terrible. Yes. That's that's the point. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're so bad. And so, John Hines was hired, and boom, his first game behind the bench, a 3-1 win. And the Wild made themselves look like a tough opponent again. And there were articles in, in, in lots of news outlets yet uh, this morning saying the Wild are tough again. The Wild are tough again. And I know it's one game, but that's what a head coach can do. They did, What it tells me is that they were not listening to the message that Evison had. Or the message wasn't right. Or the message was wrong. You're absolutely Who, who'd they be last night? <sighs> Sorry. The Blues. Oh, that's a good win. Yeah. 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 No, again, the Blues are always a tough opponent. Yeah. They're a gritty, uh, kind of hard-nosed team, always. Um, and they won 3-1. And, Nick, they were giving up five, uh, four goals per game during their seven-game losing streak. Yeah. And they limited the Blues to just one. Yeah, that's really good. So when your trend has been four, four, five, six, seven, yeah. three, four, you know, and then one, that's that's a marked improvement because seven straight games of giving up tons of goals is yeah. is showing that something's wrong. And usually when teams see something like that happen, they make a change. The Wild made a change, which puts them in the good for a little, but still bad because now they're in the basement of the league. Yeah. The Islanders lost seven in a row and... <laughs> Then they won three and thought everything was better, and now they stink. They no, they blew a four-two lead to the Devils yesterday. This is not in the script. No, um, they blew a four-two lead to the Devils yesterday on on Tuesday night and lost with twenty-two seconds left in regulation. Sounds like an Islanders game. I was so angry. I, I was. It. I believe it. You did not want to be. No. Alphabet train. No. After that game, you didn't want to be the alphabet train. Uh, anyway, the good this week, and people are going to be like, what? Uh, the Orlando Magic. Uh, I don't talk a lot of basketball. Anthony talks even less basketball. But the Orlando Magic are winners of seven straight games. Uh, seven's lucky today. Um, seven game losing streak for the Wild, seven game winning streak for the Magic. 
And they've done it really in commanding fashion. Um, they've averaged 117 points per game over those seven games. And they're shooting a tick over 50% from the field. Yeah. When you're hitting half your shots, you're going to be in business. Winning games. That is, that's a recipe for success. Uh, a little bit of a surprise, uh, the Magic have been, just from what I've read and what I've seen so far. Um, they were not expected to be fighting for the division. And, you know, we're nearing the quarter mark of both the NHL and the NBA seasons. And the Magic are looking like contenders already. For sure. Um, I saw a really cool stat. Um if I were doing a broadcast, I would have made that sound more professional. But it's kind of how I wrote it. Yeah. Not only that. But it, really what's cool is I went on um, on, their, on the team pages. Yeah. I like how the stats work on NBA.com much better than in the NHL. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know you follow basketball. I right? do, yeah, yeah. I'm just letting you finish and uh, yeah. make some comments. I love that they do the splits by... Uh, different amounts of time off. So when the Magic have no days rest, so back to back, or one day rest, they're eleven and two. On two or more days rest, they're one and three. Wow, that's a crazy stat. Right? Backwards. I love that. I love stats like that. Uh, and Paolo Banquero. He's been great. Is. 20-point-per-game player, 19.8-point-per-game player in his second season. He just turned 21. Yeah, he's awesome. uh, boy, oh, boy, is he great for this team. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the Magic have been terrible the past few seasons. Like, I don't even know the last time they were relevant in the league at all. So, right. yeah, this is definitely – I didn't even know this, to be honest. And I've been following basketball. I didn't know they've been doing so good. 12, I knew Paolo was doing good. 12-3 uh, – and 4 start to the season, or 12-5. and five. Um they play again tonight. Uh, pretty sure they play against the Wizards tonight. But yeah, which should be a win. The Wizards are god awful. Yes, they are the laughing stock of the league. Now, what I've done this season is I've been. Fo- I haven't been following every game. I used to. There was a phase where I watched the Knicks, the Knicks, yeah, the Knicks, yeah. the Knicks. So into the oh, Knicks, yeah. and um, that was your fat year. <laughs> I was. You know what I was thinking <laughs> that. Wow. I, because I was thinking of my orange New York Knicks shirt. Yeah, dude, I was thinking the same thing. It was a gigantic shirt. <laughs> and I got to be honest with you now. If I still had that shirt, I'd probably fill it out really nicely. Oh, yeah. It would fit. It wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't, sticking out of your stomach. Right. I wouldn't be busting out of yeah. it on the stomach. My arms would fill the shirt yeah. out and chest would and back. Um, but, yeah, that was my fat years. Yeah. That was my chunky years. Uh, I really do it. I don't know. I don't know why. Um, I don't know what made me get out of it. I think the Knicks stopped being good, and I stopped yeah, caring because 2012, 2013 was when they were yeah, the they were at the years. conference Mello finals. My... Yes, Tyson Chandler, yeah. uh, Pablo Prigioni, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Raymond Felton, yeah. who is very large now. <laughs> Iman Shumpert. Iman Shumpert. <laughs> J.R. Smith was even on that team, right? J.R. Smith, yep. Who else did they have on that team? They had Kenya Martin for a little bit. Jason Kidd, or am I? Yes, Jason Kidd. Uh, Do you know that? No. No? No? Not not when I was uh, big into them. Um, 
Tim Hardaway Jr. Yes, what? yes, that is true. Um, That's all I got. Chris Copeland. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I met him. I met Chris Copeland. At St. Greg's. At St. Greg's, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that cast of characters. Um, there's a few more that I'm that I haven't yeah. said, um, but that was my people. That was when I was working at CSA too, yeah, yeah. and playing a lot of basketball with the kids. So I was actually decent at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I should get back into it more. My other comment, by the way, yeah, was that when I was picking my granddad this week. I was like, they never talked about the NBA. Let me pick one from the NBA. Wow! And now you talked about the NBA. That's great, so though. That's great that we're teachers. that we're incorporating yeah. it in. That's excellent. Um, it's good to be well rounded. Yeah. And uh, we picked a show that Ant's not here, and that's okay because he's not big into basketball. All right, the eh. Now this is a very murky. It is. This is like a Candlewood Lake situation. Yeah, big time. Uh, it's a very wishy washy and murky uh sitch here with Corey Perry. Uh, and if we recorded the podcast yesterday, I probably wouldn't have had a lot on this because this kind of news. Go ahead. What? Yeah, I saw it today too. Right. This I heard new... about it. Yes, this news kind of broke yesterday evening. Yeah, but really came to a head today. Yes. Corey Perry was waived by the Chicago Blackhawks yesterday. This was after they announced that he was taking an indefinite leave of absence from the team. And the, the thought was, when, when teams say that, a lot of times it's somebody sick in the family yep. or they're going to go to the player assistance program yes. um, for help with whatever situation they might be in. There's lots for drugs, alcohol, domestic yeah. violence, whatever it is. Um, self-help. Anyway... That's not the case. No. He was waived with the intention of contract termination, and it is official that he cleared waivers and his contract either was or will be yes. terminated yes. Uh, tonight. I'm sure it was already. Um, and the Blackhawks' leadership did not mince words uh, when calling his behavior unacceptable. So yesterday, there was a wild... A wild claim out there. And this is a podcast, so we can talk about it. It's not like we're a news outlet. Of course. Um, there was a very wild claim about there being Im- involvement with Connor Bedard's mom. Yes. That is what we heard. That's what is out there right now. Now, the Blackhawks' ownership and leadership has since come out and said that's a ridiculous claim. Of course. And to think that that was real, if that was real, then the Blackhawks as a franchise are going to be the laughing stock oh, yeah. of the world. And Connor Bedard will not live it down for the rest of his career, especially knowing the hockey culture. That's a career ender. Yes. That's like social suicide. Oh, yeah. Um, by his parents. But anyway, that's not the case. Apparently, there was an altercation with a team official. Mm. Um. I don't know more about it than that, but it must have been during the Hawks' recent trip to Columbus. Uh, and what it does for Corey Perry, who, listen, love the guy or hate the guy as a player. I know I can't stand him as a player because he's just a thorn. He's a guy you love on your team and hate on the other team. He's he's very much like a Cal Clutterbuck. Yep. 
Um, if he wasn't on the Islanders, I would totally oh, yeah. hate the oh, guy. Yeah. Um, everybody hates Clutterbuck. But anyway, Corey Perry was an annoying player, a very good player. Yeah. He can fight. He can score goals at big times. He can play big minutes, kill penalties, play on the power play, you name it, great shot. It does taint his reputation, the very successful career that he's carved out over 14 seasons. Yeah. This is a Stanley Cup winner. Yeah. Uh, multiple Stanley Cups, if I'm not mistaken. Did he win one with Tampa Bay? I think he won with the Ducks in Tampa and, Bay. And with the yeah. Ducks in 06, 07. I know that one. Because yeah, he, he, started, he started when I started watching hockey. He was a rookie. Um, yeah, so year, Tampa won in the back to back, right? So, two two Stanley Cups, uh, for Corey Perry. And, um, I don't know about Hall of Fame, maybe, I know, maybe, but you know, he would be a guy that you could have a conversation yeah, about. Yeah, for sure. Um, but this taints his, his reputation, and people on social media are already asking, Well, where are where's he gonna go next? Honestly, the only place I could see him going back to is the Ducks. Yeah. And finishing his career. Or or nowhere. Because I gotta be honest with you, I don't want him. Yeah, no. I don't want him. I don't care what the problem was, but if a, if an NHL team is gonna can you yeah. for unacceptable behavior and you are in your mid thirties, really? Yeah. Like you've been in the league for fourteen you years. You know better. You right. It's unacceptable, especially because you should know. Yeah. You have to know yeah. better. The fact that we're even saying that is ridiculous. Is it confirmed that it was an altercation with a team member? Yes. That was a confirmed thing. Sources are, are saying okay. that this is what it is. Because last yeah. I heard, y'all, the whole Connor Bedard thing was up in the air. It was still up in the air. No, the the, the leadership said that that's an absolutely ridiculous thing. Oh, okay. Because last I saw from them, they gave some vague statement that was just like. No, um, uh, it's unacceptable what he did, but we're not saying what he did, which I thought was a bad look. But now, since really six o'clock when I checked this last, um, so Kyle Davidson, the general manager of the Blackhawks, dismisses the disgusting oh, okay. rumors. Okay. Um, it, it said it was a workplace matter. Yeah. Well, uh, I started and, with this morning, so. and so this is what I saw. Um, um, Later, it's funny. There's a, um, a this is funny. There's a COVID vaccine advertisement on Fox News. Oh my god! Isn't that weird? Anyway, um, oh Henry Kissinger died. I don't know who it is. When the uh, the Secretary of State. Anyway, <laughs> I don't do news. Yeah, this is not a news pod. Anyway, no. Uh, Kyle Davidson said he engaged in unacceptable conduct that violated the NHL player contract and the club's policies. Um, he said that there were disgusting um, uh, ties to a family member of a Blackhawks player. Um, he, they will not disclose details related to the initial reporting, but there is no player or family uh, involved. It's inaccurate and disgusting. Uh, and I'm, and that, that's great uh, that Davidson came out and said that yes. because you don't want to leave people speculating because that snowballs. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it already has a little tarnish it, it, on Bedard. And... Right. The fact that that was even on his name, it'll go. That'll go. Yeah, away. yeah. 
but for the time being, the spotlight's on him in a in a bad way that yeah. shouldn't be. Um, and everyone was saying Corey Perry was going to be such a good veteran for Bedard to have on his team too. So that's kind of sad. And maybe he, and, and I'm sure he was oh, because yeah. Bedard's off to a great start. Yeah. Even though the Hawks are bad, we knew they were going to be bad. Yeah. Uh, but Peter Morazic and uh, Corey Perry are two great veterans on that team. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, not anymore. And that's in no particular order. Um, oh, that's so interesting that you um, oh you put this in there. Yes, sorry. Oh, very no. That's I just felt like posting. I didn't feel like typing it out. That's excellent. <laughs> I was like, oh, we put something in the doc. All right, let's dive into our sports today. Uh, not that we haven't already, but we're going to touch on two, um, I guess, pretty big things that have been going on, uh, and the first of which Dad is going to love when he hears this. Uh, and something that we love talking about, and we we have t- been talking about this a lot on the show, is Harry Kane. He deserves to be. Uh, he deserves to be talked about on every sports outlet ever. And it's so funny that when he was on Tottenham, it really didn't get talked about as much as he should have. Now he is. Yeah. Because he's on the Man City of the Bundesliga, yeah. essentially, yeah. Um, on Bayern Munich. Um, the guy has a just an unbelievable foot, an unbelievable strike. Um, 18 goals in 12 games uh, in the Bundesliga this season. I believe he has 22 goals in 16 games, all competitions. Yeah. That might be wrong. Do not quote me on that. He's around there. He do, it's a ridiculous record-setting pace yeah. in his first season with his new club. Um, the question I want to ask is... Is he the best striker in the world right now? Nick, I listed three other of the top strikers, including one on your team, Erling Haaland, Lewandowski, and Mbappe. I think currently Mbappe is the only one that's better than him on that list. I think he's better than Haaland by far, honestly, by far. That you think that Harry Kane is? It's interesting because a lot of people... From the articles that I read, because I did some research on this, because I wanted to, I wanted to compile a list of of who I thought other people thought were the best. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people think Holland is the best. He's up there, but I think Mbappe and Kane are ahead of him right now, just from what they've shown me. I do. Kylie and Mbappe is is just a generational. Yeah, so young striker, too. and that's the thing about Mbappe. Harry Kane has been around the block. Yeah, yeah. And he's... Same with Holland. Holland's young, too. I know, but I think Mbappe is on a bit of a, a higher level is, yeah. than Holland. Just at least from his accomplishments so far with the World Cup and everything. Absolutely. And, right, being the leader yeah. of a team. I mean, he single-handedly almost won them the World Cup. Exactly. Oh, the, oh the, that game, yeah. yes. The, yeah, he scored a uh, hat-trick. No. Yeah. Um, and his penalty, if you does. And his penalty. Uh, that's, yeah. Uh, but Kane, I think, right now, at this moment in time, second best in the world, behind Mbappe. Even with the 18 goals? Yeah. He's second. second. Mbappe, uh, he, I, I don't even like him. I what about Lewandowski? Lewandowski, is, he's up there. Top five, maybe. He's behind Kane, though. I agree with that. But I, I don't like Mbappe. I think he's selfish. I think he has an ego. 
That's that's why I'm like, uh, he's really good. You can't you cannot deny the talent. He's unreal. I mean, he's a generational talent, and he's gonna, get, as Ant says, he's gonna get his flowers oh, yeah. throughout his career. And like you said, he's so young. Um, but big props to Harry Kane for for joining a new team and setting a record yeah. like this. It is no joke. 18 goals in 12 games in the top flight of German football. Yes. You know what dad said to me on the way out? What? He said, don't forget to talk about Harry. And I already looked at his document. I was like, don't worry, we will. Yeah, no. Now, the other question, and we touched on this last week. Yeah. Is, does, does this happen if he's still on Tottenham? I think Tottenham is holding him back. I do. I really do. I don't think that team is good enough to ever beat competitors. They're good this year somehow. I, I really don't know what it is. So that's what I wanted to ask you about because, right, they haven't been good enough. They're always one. It's so frustrating yeah. for dad. Yeah. They're always one step below the best teams, yep. which up until this season had been Chelsea, Man City, or Liverpool, Arsenal, Arsenal Man, Man United, yes. yada, yada, yada. <laughs> Um, and one time Leicester. Yes. Not this season. Although they won. But, um, yeah. I, Tottenham was always one step behind, and now they seem somehow to have made a jump to the next level. Definitely management. They definitely have a younger team now. Right. And, I mean, Son is, is a great leader on that team. He can be in the spotlight now, yeah. And he's taken it, and he's done great oh, things, yeah. but I don't. I don't think Harry Kane scores eighteen goals in twelve no games with Tottenham. No way. But I think there's an argument to be made that the Premier League is a harder uh, league than the Bundesliga. I'm Hard. Not, I'm not saying by much. Harder how? Just tough for competitors. I think there's the top ten in the Premier League is much better than the top ten. In the Bundesliga, I think... I think they're better than the top 10 in any league. Yeah, I think in the Bundesliga, it kind of falls off after 4, 5, 6. Yeah, I agree. All right, I could agree. And the other thing I was going to say is that you see these wide-open games in the Bundesliga and this run-and-gun offense. It's almost like watching um, a hockey game sometimes, back and forth and stuff. He had like a hat-trick in that 8-0 win, was it? 9-0 against whatever. Right, 9 goals. You're not seeing 9 goals in the Premier League. That's a chess match. It's different style of football. So that record probably doesn't happen. But that's why you could say Erling Holland is as good as he is. Because... He's getting it done in such a way in the Premier League. That's true. But my thing with him is he's on such a good team. He has so much around him. Like, the whole system is for him to score goals. Kane is doing it on a team that's good and has other options. Imagine being Erling Holland. I could. Imagine being him and, again, Mbappe has help, but... Mbappe creates yeah. so much. Um, Lewandowski creates so much. Uh, imagine being Holland and and the entire scheme of Manchester City's football club yeah. is for you to score goals. Yep. Like, Which also works against him because that's every defense's scheme too. Don't let him score goals. And he still does. He does. 
But imagine the feeling. I mean, what a what a weight that is yeah. on you. But so what an too. exhilarating yeah. feeling that has to be. You wake up and the whole stadium is waiting for you to score yeah. because you're their guy. Yep. I couldn't imagine. That is unbelievable. An unbelievable pressure. Which is why I think what Mbappe did in the World Cup is... Oh, a ridiculous undertaking. A different kind of stage than any other sports. Than anything, than any Stanley Cup, any World yeah. Series, any any Super Bowl. No. None of it comes None close. of it is close. Don't even talk about it. <laughs> it it's Olympic Olympics. Forget about it. Yeah. The World Cup... Is the World Cup? And then obviously Messi, what he did. I mean, that's, that's, that's why messy. he's got a Ballon d'Or, yeah. a Ballon d'Or. That, that's why he's got that. Um, yeah, that's just a. I mean, that was a great World Cup. But Kane is one of the best, if not the best, Premier League striker of all time. I will say that. Wow, that could be a whole different story. I will say that. Wow, that might be next week's topic. <laughs> we'll talk soccer next week. Yeah. All right. Very good. All right, Dad, there you go. Uh, that was a good in-depth look at uh, some of the best strikers in, in the world right now. Certainly the four we mentioned are probably the top four. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Okay. So, now let's transition to football before we do bet the rent. Um, th- it's just really a question. Um, I-, I said we'll deep dive into the Eagles, but I really want... We know the Eagles are 10-1 and one now. Okay, if you if you've been following football, or even if you haven't, you probably know the Eagles are good, and Jalen Hurts is a really good quarterback. Yeah. Now, in the first half of the latest game against the Bills, he looked like a bum. Correct. And then in the second half, he looked like an MVP. Yep. Besides the Jets, <laughs> can't believe you're saying. I, I, I can't believe that's in that sentence. It just doesn't deserve it. Besides the Jets, who is going to stop the Eagles? Because we thought the Bills were going to do it on Sunday. Yeah. And the Bills squandered that chance. Yeah. And um, hey, I appreciate what Jalen did because Devontae Smith had a, had a big old game for me. <laughs> yes, he and did. Clinched me a playoff spot in our league. Yeah. Um, but who's going to stop Jalen Hurts and the, and the Eagles? Themselves. Jalen Hurts is going to stop them because not only was it last week, but it was the week before where the first half implosion. He had, you know, in fantasy, he had 0.6 two weeks ago in the first half of the game. Interception, like 19 yards or something ridiculous. That's not a playoff. Then he had an interception in 55 yards in, in this game. Yeah, that's not a playoff quarterback. You can't only play one half in playoffs. So it's themselves that are stopping themselves. Their defense keeps them in the game in the first half. They Their offense comes alive in the second. But I don't think it can work every game in the playoffs against good teams. Well, that's the other thing. Because they played a team that's really fumbling along yeah. in the Bills. Yeah. I mean, they are. They, they have a 6-6 six and six record, but they are reeling. And they have drama. Oh, my God. Between Diggs and Allen. There is a lot of nonsense going on on that team. And they are floundering around. They are. Um, this team that everybody thought was going to be a force this oh, year. And they always are. Uh, and, and still they command the respect. Yeah. 
because they have big names. They have Josh Allen. And they have a top defense, top quarterback, top receivers. Hey, when you got a problem with your quarterback and your and your top receiver, top quarterback. I mean, every game you see Diggs jawing at him. Yep. Every game he's unhappy with something. Always. Well, they've got a week to figure it out. Luckily for me, <laughs> yeah. I don't have to play against either of them this week Ooh. against A-Rod. Uh, that, that is a 50-50 split right wow. now in our matchup. Nice. Uh, the first versus the third place team. Without his two best players. Without his two best players. Hey, Hey, I don't have my top run, uh, my second running back this oh, okay, week, okay. Um, but in any event, it should be a good one, and you're definitely hoping I win. Uh, you probably want us to tie, actually. Uh, I don't care what happens, as long as I'm not below you at the end of the season. <laughs> I'll tie with you. You want that buy? I do want the buy. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm already up on you. Like, if we both win out, I'd be happy. Yeah, I don't, we both clinched. I really don't yeah. care. We Listen, we both came in. I came into this little friends group here, and I said, I'm not bad at fantasy, and I proved it. <laughs> yeah, you didn't let down. Your I, team looked questionable at the beginning. Yeah. You picked names. You didn't pick like, fan, like projections. Right. And it turned and out. And it proved it to out. be fine. That's how I always do it. That's why I'm in second in my other league. You know, I picked a team, and I didn't know a single player. Like, I didn't. Never even seen a game with them in it. Right. Before this year. Yep. And look at that. You picked a different approach, and that worked for yeah. you. It There was dicey for a while. Yeah. You were selling your whole team. You were oh. trying to sell everybody. Dude, they were terrible. And now you're in second place. That's yeah. awesome. Five-game win streak. Yeah. Something light. Something light. I know. No, it, and, and I was at... It was funny. I was walking the dogs the other day, yeah. and I was thinking of all this. It was Monday night. Uh, when I was about to win, and I was like, they, it always ends up this way in hockey, especially because I follow it the most. Yeah. The good teams win a lot of games. I know it sounds so stupid, yeah. But I, I started thinking about the games you've lost, the games yeah, I've lost, yeah. the games A Rod's lost, and I'm like, we haven't lost a lot of games. No. I'm like, wow. I'm like, oh, I've won six out of my last seven games. Yeah. Well. Oh, well, that's why I'm in third place. Yeah. Like, towards the end of the season. Yeah. That's why I'm clinching. Yeah. I am good. So, um, the good teams win a lot. Yes. And it's nice to be already in. It is. I think this is the earliest I've ever clinched. Man, this is like a seven-way tie for fifth in our league. Five and seven. Ooh. Seven teams are five and seven. I would hate to be down there right now. And then... Uh, and then who's in last, Dom? Yeah, and he's only four and eight. He's, and he's four. He can still make the Good. playoffs. Good. Oh man, it's a fun t- on a very dumb scoring system. Yeah. It's a fun league. Yeah. It's and you fun. know, I lost both of our trades like so far, just based on how the points have turned out, and I've still been winning. So I don't understand what's been going on. Yeah, and I, I love the trade, and I now Rashad White is not even on my team. Oh yeah, that's right. Hashams got him. Yeah, I almost did the same trade, but Pollard. But Pollard's just too good. Rashad away is. He's still. He's right. He's in. Yeah, he's he's a must play. Yeah. But Gus Edwards, I had to take Gus. He's like eh, as well, but because he's touchdown dependent. But you're also getting Puka. But Puka's been eh. He has been, but you got two, eh for an eh. 
Right. Right. No, no, no. I liked that trade, yeah. and I got a receiver, guess, which yeah. I badly oh, needed. Yeah. I have a lot of problems with oh, receiver. Yeah. But anyway, uh, let's move on to bet the rent um, before we're here for two hours tonight. Yeah, honestly. Oh, no, we're not that bad. Um, anyway, bet the rent. Um, you want to go first? You want me to? Uh, you can go first because you have news. I do have news. <laughs> My bet the rent from last week actually hit my first one that I've hit. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the first bet of any kind. Of... Thank you very much. <laughs> of course. Yes. Of course. I think it's the first bet the rent that anybody's won. Um, and I told you, I'm not picking for $300 on a $10 bet. I'm picking for $20 on a $10 bet. Um, Predators money line, the Lightning at Hurricanes over six and a half goals, and Avalanche money line at Wild Star Anthony. Um, they all happened, and... Um, that was what I got on Black Friday. Uh, I was thrilled with it. Good work. Thank you, sir. So we'll try to repeat that again. This one is a little bit trickier. <laughs> I'm going for it a little bit. Um, what happens is there's a lot of parity in the NHL. And there's a lot of teams that are really close in the standings. Yeah. Even the awful Islanders are like one point out of a playoff spot. And they can win any night. Right. And they can win any night. Anybody can win on any night yep. in the NHL. It's not like other sports. No. Um, I have the Sabres. Here we go. Sabres money line at Hurricanes. This is all Saturday's games. The Sabres are not going to be the favorite. No. I don't have the lines yet because they are not out. Okay. It's Tuesday. Yep. So, or it's Wednesday. Wow. Sabres money line at Hurricanes. They're on the road and they are going to be the underdog. Um, I like the Sabres. Um, they always play the Hurricanes really close. In the last bunch of meetings, uh, they've split them. Okay. Um, I love Sabres money line versus Hurricanes. Then I have one that I really thought about. I don't usually pick unders. I usually do overs yeah, because an under is very risky. It is. But I have Bruins at Leafs under six and a half goals. I'm, I'm looking at a 2-1 final. Mm. Even though the Leafs are a high-powered offense, the Bruins are a very, very strong defensive team yeah. with elite goaltending. Um, I have that going under six and a half. I could see that being like a 2-1 Bruins yeah. win, 3-1. Yeah, yeah. 3-2 even, that would still uh, fit that under. Um, I think that's a pretty solid under. And then I have... Listen, the Flames are very bad. Yes, they are. Um, the Islanders snapped their seven-game losing streak against the Flames. That's how bad they are. <laughs> um, I have the Canucks minus one and a half at Calgary. Um, Canucks will be on the road, which doesn't really hurt them. They've been off to a great start this season. Cooled off slightly as of late. Um, but I have the Canucks scoring and winning by at least two yep. against Calgary. Um, that's probably going to land you somewhere in the plus 400 range, yeah. which is high for me. Um, but as it gets closer, probably Friday, I'll have Anthony throw up my uh, bet the rent graphic with yes. the lines. And, the, uh, and we'll try to win a little bit more money. Maybe I'll actually bet on this one. Yeah, maybe. And All right, Nikki's pickies. No, it won't hit. Nikki's pickies. You already know. I got your Thursday night football same game parlay. 
coming in hot. We got Dak Prescott with two plus touchdowns. He always does it. He's doing it again. That's a lock. We got C.D. Lamb getting one of those touchdowns. Always happening. C.D. Lamb's the GOAT. Lock. Tony Pollard, over 62.5. A little bias here. He's on my fantasy team, but I trust him. Geno Smith oh, is going to have a terrible game against the Cowboys. <laughs> Jeez, he's, and he, he's going under 222 passing yards. I, I have him in my other league, and I have C.J. Stroud, and I have Russell Wilson, Justin Fields, and Geno Smith. Yeah. And, Gino, and, and Fields is on a bye, and Smith is on the bench. Yep. And since Gino's going to struggle so much against the Cowboys, so is DK Metcalf for under 59.5. Oh, I think this is a good play. Plus 1,000, 10 to win 100. Where is Anthony on these picks? Nick, this is great. Come on, that is fantastic. What a beautiful little Thursday night shiver there. Yeah, I went risky last week. I like this one this week. I got to tell you, I love the Geno Smith under 222.5. I can't believe that's his line. I mean, Cowboys defense has been great. That's a that's a generous line. Yeah. yeah. He I could see him going under 200 yeah, I, easily. I agree. I could see him in the 150s for sure. Maybe. And if he's at 150, DK's not getting 60. No sir. Cuz you got to give the ball to Tyler Lockett who I had to roster this week. I was so upset. <laughs> It's gonna be a problem. Hey, he might get found though if Metcalf's locked up. Lockett's one of those guys where he'll one week he'll have eighty five yards and a touchdown, and the next week he'll have fifteen. Yeah. You know. Yeah, he is. And so, I have to. I had to roster him. I have seven players on by in my other league across four different teams. Ooh. Uh, so I had to roster Lockett. So hopefully, I'd honestly take a forty-five yard performance and like yeah, six, seven yeah. catches. Uh, but anyway, I love that one. That's a fantastic uh, parlay. Yes, sir. I might do that one. <laughs> well, you have a five-dollar bonus bet. Oh yes, I do. Nice. You know what that's getting used on? Click it. Click <laughs> it. <laughs> awesome. That's that's great, Nick. Sir, what is that? All right, Grammys Grinders of the Week. We'll let you go, Nick. You want to talk about NBA? Yes, sir. You guys don't talk about it enough. I'm talking about it right now. Tyrese Halliburton, my grinder of the week. Great. I think the most underrated player in the NBA. Undercooked. Undercooked? Undervalued? I don't even know what I wrote. Undercooked? Untreated? I was definitely thinking about something else while I was writing that. However, averaging 26-4 and 12... On 52% shooting from the field, 45% shooting from three, that's unreal. Those percentages are unreal. 12 assists a game is unreal. And in his last four, 32 points, three rebounds, 13 assists. He's undercooked, untreated. In last four games, he's undercooked. Untreated. And untreated. That's your new thing! I don't even know what that means! I couldn't tell you. I I was... I was talking to someone while I was doing that. Apparently. Were you drinking? I know. I did it like three hours ago. I must have been talking to someone. Undercooked, untreated. <laughs> I love that. And that means he's a grinder. That means he's a grinder. <laughs> undercooked, and untreated. untreated. <laughs> but my grinder of the week, Tyrese Halliburton of the Pacers. That's amazing. I like that. All right. So mine is um, I'm going to go hockey this week. Big shock. Um, the team 
that I'm picking. This player on is not who I would normally pick. Travis Sanheim of the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, I got to see him play the Islanders twice mm-hmm. this week. So you get to really see how good a player is when you play a few yeah. times uh, close together. The the D-man has really taken charge. John Tortorella actually said um, it's not the physicality that's changed. It's his mindset. Mm-hmm. And you know how Torts is. He doesn't, oh, he yeah. doesn't mince words at no, all. No. He said, he goes, it really aggravated me that he was just a watcher last season. Yeah. He was kind of a passenger. He gets he he said he's not watching anymore. He's playing. Yeah. And that makes all the difference. He has two goals, 14 assists to lead the Flyers. Also leads the Flyers in time on ice per game at over 26 uh minutes a game, north of 26 per game. Yeah. Um this week uh he's really picked up the pace. Uh, I meant to say he has four points this week. Um, as a defenseman, to lead your team in points, uh, that's big at this stage of the season. Travis Sanheim, Flyers' mindset this year is a little bit different. They're not a bottom feeder right now. They're trying to kind of scrape their way up to the playoffs. Yeah, they're not doing bad. No. Um, again, if you want to use the Islanders as your middling me- measuring stick of mediocrity, uh, the Flyers are a point above them, so yay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Travis Sanheim, undercooked, undertreated. Undercooked, undertreated. Did you have anything else to add today before we close this I one I actually up? do. You do? Yep. This Go. is a, a call out to Anthony. If you need someone to do the graphic design as well, you got a guy. Yeah, I just need to have you make the... Yeah. You, I'm yeah, capable. I just need the logos. I'll give you the logos, lo- all that stuff. I'll give you the login. He'll yeah. give them to you. Yeah, and uh, in his in his little absence yeah. here, you can uh, fill in and then just do it all the time. Of course, I can't pay you. This oh, uh, no, we no do not worries. generate enough revenue for that. No worries. I think we've made four dollars <laughs> hey, on ads. More than zero. It's more than zero, right? Yeah. You could buy a large uh, coffee at Dunkin' Donuts. Good for that. All right. Follow us on Instagram at Sports and Spaghetti Pod, on TikTok at Sports and Spag Pod. Make sure you like, comment, and let us know what you think. Please let us know what you think of our draft. Um, you know, Felipe's going to be voting. I actually, he emailed me today uh, and he's like, When's the episode coming out? And um, I was like, Thursday. <laughs> and so that's that. I hope that you have a great rest of your week, and it will most likely be Nikki and I back uh, next week, same time. I'm Chris. That's Nick. It's been Sports and Spaghetti. Take care of your loved ones. Go buy some fruit by the foot. (laughs) And as always, stay full.